You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smartest Guys in Marketing podcast. We got Chris Evans here. That would be me and Uncle Tay Tay. That would be the beautiful man. Uncle screen. Uncle TT. Lil Tay. Yes, it's a good week to be in business. Chris, you're headed to the lake this afternoon, I believe. You would believe correctly. Chris has yes. got himself a nice lake house out on Lake Norman. I don't know if you're wanting everyone to know that, but I'm going to announce it to the world. Guess they do now. And uh, people are saying they can hear loud and clear. Everything's good. You want me to dive into what we're talking about today? Yes. Did you, you see my what? notes? There is nothing more that I want right now. Yeah, I know. I love that. Aoub says, Chris and Taylor are so rich. Look at those AirPods. LOL. You know that you got money. When you can afford a $100 pair of AirPods. So you just slinging down hundies to get those Slinging it down. I'm like, hey, babe, I lost my AirPods. She's like, you want me to look for them? No, let's just buy 10 more. <laughs> that's what I said. No, I feel really. like that's what happens to me, though, just because for whatever reason, people steal my AirPods. They probably do, knowing your family. They probably <laughs> oh. do. Hey, hey, uh, hey no, hey. let me say hey first. Say it then. I just want to give a shout out. To all the people who are listening that aren't in business, Dude, we've had people that we've had reports. This is reports like this is, you know, secondhand news. I have not confirmed this myself, but we have people who are not in quote business that are listening to this podcast, Smartest Guys in Marketing. Like, we got housewives, we got moms, we got dads, we got cousins. And so I just want to give a special shout out to you people. We're glad that you're listening and hopefully uh, you can get some value out of this. Bro, you are 100% correct. Same thing happens to me. Sometimes I roll up to uh, church. Actually, I went to church on Sunday and I, there was a very controversial post that I made Saturday. I don't know if you saw it or not. And Friday like and Thursday. No, Saturday was bad. Like this had like 200 comments. There were a lot of haters on that post. And uh, but what I said was true and I stand by it. And I got to church and like three people were like, man, I loved that post you did yesterday. And I was like, shoot, you know, but people do people who are not in the business world can pick up a lot of value from the principles and you know i was just say like the timeless words of wisdom that drop out of chris's mouth like honey anyways let's talk about today today's topic you know, this is a marketing we talk about marketing we talk about success we talk about mindset we talk a little bit about sales today we want to talk about embracing the darkness Ooh, oh man embracing the darkness in fact the title that I had written down is acknowledging your harsh reality. I don't know where you listen to this podcast from. If you're in your car or if you listen to it while you're working at the local Starbucks, maybe you're an aspiring real estate mogul and you're just out walking around looking at houses right now with your AirPods in, but you're going to want to write a couple points down from today's show, acknowledging your harsh reality. This actually, Chris, the reason that I'm so like ramped up about this right now is we did a training yesterday for one of our salespeople. And his problem is not that he doesn't have clear goals. His problem is not that he doesn't visualize the future. His problem is that he's lying to himself 
about where he is right now. And every single positive change that any human being ever makes in their life doesn't come from having a clear vision. First, it comes from getting sick of where you are right now. Mm-hmm. You've got to learn to get bothered by your current harsh reality. If you live with your parents and you're over the age of 22, you got to get bothered by that. You got to get bothered by it. If you don't have a car, you got to get bothered by it. There comes a time in every person's life where you will not hit your full potential because you're pretending that everything's okay when it is not okay. I'm just going to pause and let you hop in here for a second. This is like a rodeo and I'm on the bull. Dude, you're on fire right now. Like you, Dude, I, you have come yeah. to this episode on a mission. A mission. I'm a little bit scared, to, to be honest. A mission to set people free. A mission to uh, get people oh. in action. Everybody wants, everybody wants to talk about their dreams, but nobody wants to talk about the fact that they're working at Walmart and all they do is scroll through Instagram on their breaks instead of reading a good book. Everybody wants mm. to talk about how one day they're going to make it. They don't want to talk about how they had three opportunities to invest in mentors in the last 90 days, turn them all down because they don't want to spend the cash. Everybody wants to be like, one day I'm going to be this amazing person, but nobody wants to admit that they're a loser right now, making loser decisions and creating loser results because of who they are as a person. In fact, I looked at this salesperson in the meeting and I said, the reason you're not hitting your goals and Peyton is, is not because Peyton's better at sales than you, although that is true. The reason is Peyton's a better human being than you are. And until you learn to upgrade your quality as a human, you're not going to be hitting no goals. Anyways, dude, while you're, you, when you just said Instagram that I just had a thought, it's amazing. I would bet that the average person probably spends, I would say two hours. Like if you look at your screen time on your iPhone, spends two hours a day on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, like whatever social media platform, that's just a waste of time. Would you agree with that? Like, is that acceptable? Yes. hundred percent. And if that's an average every day. You know how much time that ends up being over the year? Dude, that's about a month. Hundreds of hours. Yeah, it's 700 hours plus. Jeez. That people are just wasting away. And we, you know, I think the thing is, a lot of times in this scenario, people are afraid or they don't want to accept the responsibility. Because a lot of people say, oh, man, I just don't have the time or I'm so busy or whatever. But the fact of the matter is you do have the time. You just don't think your time is valuable. And so you don't spend and invest your time on things that are going to propel and push you forward. So that's just a, just a little, little tidbit, a little snippet. If you are spending an hour or two on social media, scrolling through, you know, when we were at Facebook several months ago, our rep told us that on average, on average, okay, you ready for this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The user on a daily basis scrolls the length of the statue of Liberty. On social media. Oh my gosh, dude. Do you know how, how tall the Statue of Liberty is? It's like, it's at least 100 feet. <laughs> it's, I, I think it's like 300. It's crazy. Yeah, 100%. And this isn't all about social media. This is about holistically looking at somebody's life and realizing that, you know, until they, until they embrace the darkness and they embrace the fact that they're not where they want to be, they're not going to grow. So, uh, do you have anything to add to this or any stories to share before we get into our points today? No, sir. All right. I'm going to hit the first one. Okay. Hit the first one. And I think you should hit the second one. If you're good with that. It's my favorite. Guys, if you got any questions about this, let us know too. Because this is a this might be considered slightly controversial. It's not the most controversial thing we've ever said. 
Well, maybe for Chris, but not for me. But <laughs> we're getting into that realm. Number one, number one, we're talking about acknowledging harsh reality. You got to, first of all, you have to admit that you are not where you want to be if you want to mm. actually get to where you want to get to in the future. Number one, stop doing gratitude in the morning, y'all. Stop it. Stop being grateful in the morning. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Contrarian. Absolutely. Guess what? Success is contrarian. Look at most of the people in the world. They're not successful. They're losing. And yet they're giving out advice like they figured something out. They haven't figured anything out. In the morning, I want to prime my biology and to prime my psychology with the drive that comes from discontentment. I'm not saying that you get up in the morning and you look for things to make you depressed. I'm saying most of the time, people wake up in the morning like, oh, God, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for this tree. I'm so grateful for this car that I get. I'm so grateful for the water that I get to drink right now. I'm grateful for this. And then they're like, I'm just not going to do anything today because my life is great. You're not succeeding. You're not winning. Here's, here's my routines in the morning. Agree with this or disagree? I don't care. I'm still going to win. I'm just trying to pull as many people along with me as I can. If in the morning I wake up and I am discontent and I want to push and I want to achieve and I want to climb the mountain. And then in the evening, when I'm going to bed, I look back at my life and I say, man, I'm so grateful. So grateful for Lindsay and Kate and all of our employees and the work that I was able to do today. My head comes out of the bed in the morning and I'm discontent, ready to push. My head lays down on the pillow at night and I'm completely grateful and content knowing that I did the best I could do today. This is my recipe. Chris, what do you think about this? I think, yeah, I think that could be really great advice, but I also think it, it just depends on where someone's at. You know, so if someone is in a place of inaction, then they kind of need, they need that jolt. They need that jump to push them, you know, just to have that drive to actually go forward and do something. So where I think it's important that if you are someone who is, you're consistently hitting goals and you've demonstrated that and, and you're expanding stuff, I think gratitude in the morning is really healthy and really good. So that's just thing that depends on where you're at, if that makes sense. Number two, you cool with that? Number two, yes. Write, your, write yourself a letter. Sit down right now and write yourself a letter. Basically, a letter just apologizing to yourself, apologizing to maybe your spouse, your kids, anybody that is affected by you. I feel like I I come from extreme pain. I come from extreme shame, extreme failure, and that is substantial a substantial amount of motivation for me to never go back. Yeah, you know, it's like if you've ever been to the dentist and you've you know had a drill and he didn't have enough novocaine in there, you never want to go back to the dentist again, right? Dude, that's good that you're saying this because that this proves that everybody has a little bit of a different psychology and they need different things. So a lot of this is custom to what people need. Yeah, but I think you, you know, a lot of people they they have their vision board, they have their dream board, but they don't have their their failure board. If they don't decide to take action today, right? If they don't decide to get up at 5 30 in the morning, hit the gym, do the fundamentals, work their morning formula, and actually put action in, go out, put themselves out there, attract their market, get on the phone with their market, make sales, and just push forward. If you decide, right, if you decide to not take that action have that apology letter that you write to yourself, your family, and, and for you go back and read, go and read 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years from now. So you know what? You weren't worth it. That's where it gets really motivating for people because they say they're doing things for family. But if you actually get out 30 years, 40 years into the future, 
you know, this leads back to another point is what we're, what you're doing right now can actually take care of your family. Mm. Most of the time it's not when you know, you know, man, I would just say the only thing to, to add is like, I remember one time I was, um, I was sitting, I was working as an intern at a church and I sat down with the youth pastor and he was talking about somebody on the staff that had, had an affair and dude, you know, that world, like you grew up in church and it's like, mm-hmm. There's more failures and things like that. And people are people. It doesn't matter if you work at a church or work in a business or whatever. Like people are people and sometimes they make mistakes. And he was talking about how he has been in ministry for 40 years. And he's like, it's not that I'm not tempted. If you just remove all of the temptation, we're just like going off on a tangent here because this matters. This is where I got this idea from. It's like if you just remove all of the temptation all the time, sometimes you can get to a place where you haven't built any discipline. Like the motivation isn't there. So he's like, what I did is I enriched my environment so that temptation had less of an effect on me. I've been faithful to my wife and to my kids and everything. And it's like, what I did is 10 years ago, I wrote myself a letter and I wrote it to my wife and her name was Casey. I remember this, like this was 10 years ago and I remember it perfectly. It's like, I wrote a letter to my wife, Casey explaining to her that I had cheated on her and had an affair. And I visualized having to have that conversation and the emotionally, how it broke me. And I went through that process of mentally explaining to my kids that I had been unfaithful to their mother. And I was like, oh my God, dude. And he was like, to this day, like anytime I'm tempted for a minute, that flashback goes through my head. Mm. I'm like, no way, no way. Like it's not even people fail because they do not count the cost on both sides. A lot of times people are counting the cost of, man, if I invest 10 grand, that's a big cost. It is not as big of a cost as you being a loser the rest of your entire life, everyone depending on you, never getting what they thought you could have provided. I mean, you got to count the costs on both sides of the coin. You know, the cost of not having an affair on your spouse is maybe you pass up some temporary, you know, bang, bang, but what's the cost of going there? That's the problem. Write a letter to yourself. Visualize you being on your deathbed. Telling your kids that at least you were safe, but you're passing on no legacy. I'm telling you, you don't want that life. You don't want to end up that way. Visualize it. You don't have to if your background is filled with chronic shame and stuff. But I'm just saying this will give you a lot of motivation to get out of bed and do the right thing, even though the right thing is a hard thing. That's all it is. So, yeah, dude, that's, that's awesome. So you have the ability, one, to basically experience that without the pain. Yes. So it's your choice. Like, you go through, you, like, you, can, you can visualize and experience a positive. You know, we talk about the book, Psycho-Cybernetics, Theater of the Mind, and your, your brain does not decipher the difference of actual experience versus you know, visual, visualizing experience. And so if yes. you go through that process now and just tap into, of course, we talk about the positives and all that kind of stuff with your vision, but tap into the negatives and that pain. And that is really, really powerful. I mean, dude, have you ever had like a really bad dream where you like killed somebody or something crazy and then you wake yeah. up and you're like so scared. You're like, oh my God. But Did I kill somebody? Happened. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, thank God that didn't happen. This yeah. the same, the same feeling. All right. Number three, number three, learn to believe this principle that I'm about to give you. And you can even write this down in your morning formula or in your journal or whatever. You can tell that me and Chris just have like, we believe the same things, but we believe them from different perspectives, which I think is really healthy. So I'm interested to see what he thinks about this too. Everything I have, good and bad, I deserve. Everything I have, good and bad, I deserve. 
the problem with most of the people who are struggling today is they believe somewhere in their brain that they deserve to be rich and they deserve to have the accolades and they deserve all of these things. But when you look at their life, they've brought about their reality based on their behavior. They haven't linked up the cause and effects of what you do and what you have, what you do, what you have, what you do, what you have. This is a problem with like mass socialism, mm-hmm. by the way. Let's just hop into politics for a second. If we can. Oh, man. If you are a small state with 12 citizens, socialism will probably work. But when you have millions and hundreds of millions of people and the basis of the country is set up on capitalistic cause and effect, personal incentivization. You know, if you read a book on this called, there's a great book called Why Nations Fail Mm -hmm. or Why Nations Fall, one of them. They talk about why the United States and Australia and UK and all of these, these power countries are wealthy versus South America and all of the the really poverty, war-torn, poor countries. The, the difference is personal incentivization and capitalism at a, as a root system versus people at the top oppressing the people at the bottom. Anyways, it's a really good thing. But everybody that comes into wealth or comes into success and stays there, they've earned that. They've deserved that. And if you're not quite at a place where you're successful, you don't you don't yet deserve it. There's something wrong with the way you're choosing, making choices that you haven't really shown the world that you're deserving of that value. I don't know if that makes sense, but let me know what you think about that. Big dog. I do agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Of course, you know, you're going to have people on here that say, well, what about people in, you know, Africa? They don't even have a computer. They don't have a phone. And what would you say to that? Like, actually, what would I say to that? Yeah. Because I know that people are actually going to say that. Yeah. Like, the people in Africa who, like, first of all, there are some wealthy people in Africa. It's not, it's not impossible. But the way that Africa was set up as, a, as in Africa is a continent, by the way. It's not a country. So there's a lot of different countries inside of Africa. I'm just hoping that people, if they're smart enough to, uh, to like, pose this argument, that hopefully they're smart enough to understand the geography. There's different places in Africa that are rich. <laughs> it's not like the whole of Africa is poor. But... The way that the economies were set up is not based on personal incentivization. There, those people were born into being penalized for the mistakes of people generations on top of generations on top of generations before them. And so, unfortunately, this is another thing that I think could be motivating to you. The mistakes you make in this lifetime via not taking responsibility, via being worthless as a human, via all of these things. It's not just you that's affected. It's your kids and your grandkids and the grandkids that come from them. And it's generations afterwards. It's so much bigger than we live in this chronic lifestyle economy. I just want to protect my own interests. And I just want to make enough money for me to live happy. It's not about you. Like There are people way after you that are going to get penalized because of your inaction or your Mm -hmm. foolish action. And I think Let's talk about people who are born into tents with no cell phones. Like, obviously, those people are at a disadvantage. Obviously, there are people in the United States who are born into really, really, really difficult environments. But that's either going to break somebody or it's going to make somebody. And you have the you have the personal power and the personal responsibility to choose which side you're going to go. Yeah. You know? Doesn't totally answer the question, but there are my thoughts on it. Well, I think the one thing that we should highlight is Response, like taking responsibility is what it all comes down to. And I think responsibility really is the force that can pull people out of the mud, no matter what the situation is, 
right? Because there is, there is like a, a thing within you that if you take responsibility means that you always can be better, no matter what level, what, no matter what platform, there's always another level to step up to, to become better. So I think if that person innately has that, or they understand the value of that, it is the force. It is the momentum that pulls you forward. Yes. Right. And, and we even talk about that with, within our team. It's like, we've done amazing things. We've accomplished great things, but there's still, we can still be more excellent. We can still provide better service. And so there was a hundred percent power and just saying, you know what, it's my fault as a leader. It's Taylor's fault as a leader. You know, we take responsibility. That means the, the only way is up. The only yeah. way is improvement and betterment yeah. and more excellence and more revenue, all that kind of stuff. So of course it's a crazy contrast. But even these days, man, people in third world countries have iPhones yeah. with Wi-Fi. Dude, can I just mention something else on that topic? Because you brought up an amazing point that I think that deserves a little bit of time to go off on if we can. If you're even the type of person that when you're presented with the message, like everything you have, you deserve. And the first thing you think of rather than saying, is that true? And taking personal responsibility is you go find the lowest common denominator and just throw the focus on them. There's something profoundly broken in your brain. Mm. Like there's just acknowledge it. There's something wrong with you as a person. You got to fix it. It's like if Chris is having a conversation with me and he's like, dude, I know you want to be healthy. Why are you eating that pizza right now? And I'm like, well, Julie Susu is 400 pounds. And I saw her yesterday. I mean, what is wrong with that response? You know what I mean? Craving jets. I know. So here's the deal. Yeah. The fact that we even have to go there because some people are like, well, what about people in, in Africa as a way to deflect personal responsibility? Like, man, you're the problem with the world today. Like you're the one that's like actually decreasing people's ability to control their lives. Get off Facebook, get off Instagram. Please don't poison another generation with your weird ideas. Stupid or fix it. Yep. My, I think we needed to go there. I just think that that's weird. You definitely went there, man. I'm on fire today. You know, like the reason I said that is because people put that on, like they've commented that on my posts in the past. So it's not an unrealistic or thing I just pulled out of the air. Dude, it's true though. It's true. 100% true. I had a bonus point here that I put, and I think goodie? this is a really, it's a really goodie. It's a goodie to help people actually quantify. Mm-hmm. there's these three points that we just gave, but how do you know if you're winning or not on a grand scheme? You want to share this question. And I, by the way, like shared this with our team just a couple of days ago, but this is a awesome. great question. Go ahead. If I repeated today, a thousand days, where would I be? Dude, that is intense, man. And my yes. thought processes, my actions or my lack of actions, my communication, my conversations across the board. Holy smokes, dude. Or dude, even, even like emotions, like, you know, last week I had a few bad days and it was just like, man, if I am this unhappy a thousand days in a row, I'm going to die. Something's wrong. And it's just a great tool for you to be like, is the trajectory of my life headed in a positive direction or is it headed in a negative direction? And anytime, like I'm just a fan of rating systems, like your whole staff on the marketing side, they, they rate their, their energy, they rate their productivity mm-hmm. on a scale of one to 10. My side of the house does that. It's like, Anytime you can put a just a rating system, and this is the greatest rating system of them all. If you repeated today over and over and over for a thousand days, would you be closer to your goals or would you be further away? And anytime the answer is no, you got to fix that. Bada boom, boom. Bada boom, bada bing. 
Dude, I'm that's like, that's this, like Hiroshima bombs right there, boy. Anything else, bro? No, this has been great. You know what? Maybe we should uh, promote something. Um, nah. all right. It's a little risky, but all right. See what you can do. Well, we have Insiders Access Monthly, which used to be the memos. We changed the name and we updated it a little bit. So Insiders Access Monthly is our newsletter we send out every single month. And we just basically open access to our business, what's going on, our learnings, our failures, our wins. We talk about certain parts of the business, our client success, marketing, sales. We discuss strategies. We discuss hiring. We talk about money. So if you guys want insight into our business, that does pretty solid, I'd say. Go ahead and grab it. TravelingFunnels.com slash memos. Obviously, we have to update that URL. It's highly valuable. Highly, highly valuable. I love it, bro. All right, guys. All right. Adios. See you.